up, everybody? Welcome to Prop Wars Week 9. I am Matt. I am back after missing last week where Dan handled the responsibilities. And this week, I am handling the responsibilities as Dan is feeling under the weather. His voice is just not cooperating today. So I will be taking the reins and recording all of our plays as we head into Week 9, which has now become the halfway point of the season so far. Normally it was week eight, but with the 17th game, now you have to go into week nine to get in the halfway. To recap from last week, I had a pretty decent week where I went four and three. I gained a half a unit positive, so I am now 36 and 33 on the season, plus 4.62 units, almost five units up on the season. Dan did not have a great week. He went two and five. He is now 35 and 34 in the season. He lost 3.3 units last week, so he is now minus 2.8 units on the season. So I am starting to open up a pretty decent league as we go into the second half of the season now. So hopefully I can continue that to go. My first play for you today, I'm going with the Falcons, and I'm going Cordell Patterson over 39.5 rushing yards at plus 154. Now, he's only going over this mark 43% of the time this season, but he's averaging almost 41 rushing yards in his last five games. And we do know that when Matt Ryan likes to get creative with the ball, he will call audibles at the line to run the ball with Patterson in the game, which kind of steals some targets from Mike Davis. So I, I expect, even though the Saints do have the second-best run defense in all football, I expect them to get creative, and I like a little bit of a risk. Now, his over-under was at 32.5 at minus 110, so I'm taking a little more risk by saying he's going to get at least eight more rushing yards because I like the plus value on that play. Now, on Dan's play, he also has someone of the Falcons and a rushing. He has Mike Davis over 8.5 rush attempts, minus 120. Did this in six or seven games this season. He's averaging over 10 carries a season. I really like that play as well. I expect the Falcons are going to try to rush the ball early and often. You're going to see both backs being used. Go right into the next play. Dan has Justin Fields under 185.5 pass yards at minus 115. He's gone under this in four straight. The Steelers have a slightly above average pass defense. I really like that play. Fields is really hard to guess what he's going to do, and I like the trend that he's been under, so I I agree with Dan taking the under on that one. I don't have a play for that game, so I'm going to go the Jaguars and Levika Chenault Jr. over at 38.5 rushing yards at minus 115. He's hit this mark in 71% of his games this season. The overvalued hit rate is at minus 250. Now, I know Buffalo does have the best passing defense in all football, but Chanel only needs one catch to get his yards as he's shown that multiple times, and he's going to get it in this game, in my opinion. My next play for you, David Johnson over 13 and a half receiving yards at minus 110. His hit rate to odds for this is minus 300 and for good reason. He's easily cleared this mark in 75% of his games this season. Miami has the 31st ranked pass defense. Texans are going to throw on them, and David Johnson is going to catch balls out of the backfield. Kind of help a little uh, for Mills, get a little pressure off of him. So I really like this play. Now, I don't believe Dan had a play for this game, so we're going to go to his play for the Oakland Raiders with Derek Carr over 278.5 passing yards at minus 115. He's hit this in five seven games this season, averaging over 290 yards the last five, over 324 yards on the season. Giants are 17th against the pass rush, so I could easily see this happening. They're going to throw the ball a lot, and it's going to be pretty successful, so I really like that play from him. My next play, it's a bit of a home run play here, but I'm going to play it. 
Daryl Henderson that scored two plus touchdowns sitting at plus 330. It is a hell of a value if you take it and if it hits. He scored a touchdown in five or seven games this season. And in two of his last three games, he's scored two touchdowns in both of those games. He used him in the run and pass game. He's taking 75% of the rushing attempts inside the 10-yard line, 78% inside the five. So when they're at the goal line, they use him, and they're starting to use him more in the passing game, and he's catching some passing touchdowns. Value is big there. Obviously, it's a big risk as you need more than just one touchdown. He was minus 150 on FanDuel or 150 on DraftKings, minus 210 on FanDuel. So they expect him to score. But I like the I like the risk. I think he's going to get two in this game, and at plus three thirty, it will be a hell of a payout if that hits. Next up for Dan. Now Dan has three more plays. I believe I have two more plays after this, so we both had six on the week. He's going with three straight when it comes to this Eagles Chargers game. Taking Austin Eckler over forty one and a half receiving yards at minus one fifteen has hit this in five of six games this season, averaging over forty eight in his last five. He's right. He said the Eagles have no one to match up for him, and he's absolutely one hundred percent correct. The linebackers are not going to stay with him. You could try putting a safety on him, maybe, but if they bring him out of the backfield, he's gonna he's gonna catch that ball all over that defense, and he's gonna find success. So I really, really, really like that play. Next up. He has Quez Watkins over 34 and a half receiving yards at minus 110. He's hit this in five of his last seven. The Chargers is his fifth best pass defense, so he needs to use him in screens and gadgets officially, but he can break one. Dan thinks he will break one. We've seen it with Watkins. He will catch big passes. He will catch a lot. Of, he doesn't really need a lot of catches to get over this mark. He could really do it in one catch. Hopefully this is the time he finally breaks one open and scores a touchdown, but I really like that play. I have one game, one play from this game, and it is Keenan Allen over five and a half receptions at minus 150. He's hit this mark in 71% of his games this season. Two of the games he didn't get the over. He was one shy in one and two shy in the other. He gets volume. He gets targets. You can throw on this Eagles past events. I know it's ranked eighth in the league right now. Slay will match up with him, but they play a lot of zone. Allen's going to get his targets, and he's going to make his catches, so I really like the over five-and-a-half reception for him. Next to Dan's next play, his his final play, I should say, Boston Scott, anytime touchdown up, plus 140. He had two last week, just like Jordan Howard. He has the big playability in the pass and run game, and he gets red zone and goal line work, even though he's a smaller back. So I really do think he will score in this game, and I like the value of plus 140. That's a hell of a pick by Dan. I really like that play. Now, my final play of the week, and it is my biggest play of the week. It is the one I'm hammering the most. C.D. Lamb over 24.5 longest reception at minus 120. He has hit this mark in every single game this season except one, which was against the Carolina Panthers. That is an 86% success rate, and the hit rate to value is minus 600. It is a minus 600 value they're getting at minus 120. Every single game he's gone over this this season has been at least 30-plus yards. I don't see that stopping. Lamb is a tremendous talent, and they used him very well. He still got his yards last week, even though Dak didn't play. And if Dak is back under center again, he's going to use him again. I really love this play. Over 24.5, I don't know why they're keeping it so low with as much as he is hitting it this season. But if he hits it again this week, which I absolutely believe he will, I think they're going to raise it. They should. But we're going to take advantage until they actually do. 
That's going to be it for the show for you this week. Like I said, Dan, unfortunately, feeling a bit under the weather, so I had to record by myself next week. He should be back. We both should be back as we recap the first half of the season, starting to the second half, opening a bit of lead on Dan. So I'm hoping that can continue this week. But as always, we just want you to win money, and we want to help you win money. If you do want to support us, you can go to our page, steadypicks.com slash propwars. You can sign up a couple different um, sports books. You can sign up. They throw us some money for the sign up. Just remember, if you are going to use BetMGM, the casino is the best way to go. All you need to do is put in $10 and play through their bonus at 25 and we will receive something for that. Then you can head over to the sports book. I think it's another $10 you can put in and you'll get some free sports bets up to $200. It's a hell of a deal. So take advantage of that, please. If you like us and you want to support us, that's the best way to do it. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. I'm at Darth Doughboy. Dan is at Dan Says That. Everyone have a great night. Thank you for listening, and let's win some money this week because that's what we are here to do. 